This is influencing the right way. Our goal is to raise the standard of the fitness industry. We're out here trying to make people's lives as healthy and as happy as we possibly can. And the only way we're gonna do that is if we take it as serious as a medical doctor does. Oh man, we back again. This is Influencing the Right Way. With me, I got Sarah freaking Sloan. Dang, we on it today. All right, so this is the podcast where we are trying to raise the standard of the fitness industry. What do we mean by that? It means that we believe that we should view ourselves as medical professionals. We should be out here trying to extend people's lives, make them healthier, make them happier. And the only way we're gonna do that is if we raise the standard of from what it is now to what it needs to become. Yeah. So let's take the steps that we need to do is start me off. What are we doing today? Yeah, so today is making it fun. This sounds way too simple, but so fun. <laughs> I, I <laughs> so love it. So simple. This actually ties back to my favorite core value that we have: stay happy. And I think it is so important because it genuinely makes a big difference every single day. Absolutely. I'm gonna challenge you though. I don't think that's your favorite core value. Yeah, I think so. you're the best at it. Your favorite core value is have humility. Correct. But um, <laughs> you're right. Uh, this is way more important. I think sometimes it gets overlooked because it sounds kind of dorky, sounds kind of corny, like you got to be happy. But we're going to talk about three exact tactics of what that is. Um, I'll go ahead and get started with number one. The very first thing that is important to know is you have got to exude happy to be here, happy to help. Now, what does that mean? Yeah, how has that helped us? Because I know that's something that we say almost every single day. Every single day. Mm -hmm. So I want you to imagine that you walk into a coffee shop. You go in and you smell because I've used the analogy the so many times. I love it. Come on, give it All to right. me. Every time when you walk into a coffee shop, if you walk in and they're like, hey, what, what do you want? Immediately the coffee tastes worse. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. They could be the best brewers in the entire world. But with that kind of attitude, that latte tastes like shit. Yeah, and you're not as excited for it. You ain't ever coming back. Now, the barista comes up and he's like, oh my God, how could I help you? And you tell him that you want a mocha frappa latte. And he's like, I cannot believe this. I'm going to make your day, brother. Frappa latte. Is that what they're called? <laughs> uh, but the point being is that as a customer, even if you think about it unconsciously, you love going into a place where the person is over the fucking moon to do their job. Yeah. So, And we know you're over the moon to do your job because you wouldn't be doing it every single day if you didn't actually have a passion for what you're doing. I would hope. Would hope not. so. That's a good uh, point to make about it. So um, first, you need to actually be doing something. We're talking to people that are in the fitness industry. So if you are doing this, you should be doing something that you are passionate about. Mm -hmm. So if you're not showing up happy all the time, that means you're probably not passionate about it. But even if you are passionate about the fitness industry and helping people and all those great things, there are still going to be days that you don't feel like doing the work. Totally. But it's those days where you have to train yourself like a muscle, like a weak little flabby bicep that hasn't seen the weight room in years. You got to start training that thing. Mm -hmm. And you got to flex that muscle when on the days that you're tired, you didn't get good sleep, you're arguing with your significant other, your dog's throwing up and you don't know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. That's the day that you got to go, all right, let's fucking do this yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And it will make a huge difference. When you exude that, people want to be around you. Yeah, because if you're just happy to be here, happy to help two, three days of the week, 
doesn't yeah, mean anything. Not going to change anything at all. Anybody can have a couple good days. Winners only have good days. Yeah. Hey, okay. What's number two? Yeah, so the second one is making it fun for your clients. Okay, so what, it, what does that mean? So a couple different things. You think of Orange Theory. You think of F45. All those places. The reason why they're so successful is because people enjoy their time there. Absolutely. They have a blast during their workout. The music is jamming. They are. There's lights going off. Yeah. They're like, they're just loving every second of it. So they literally wake up at 545 the next day running over there to take mm. the class again. And I mean, like, is F45 the best workout in the world for building muscle? No. Probably not. But, you know, if somebody who it just, they normally wouldn't be a person who goes to the gym. Mm -hmm. And now they found a place that they. Oh my God, this is better than going to the bar after work. Yeah. Heck yeah. Now if we, they get more excited and more, like, they have more fun at go doing the workout than going to the bar after work, we, we did won. We won big time. But seriously, think about what that change is. They used to go have beers after work, and now they're going and doing, like, a cardio strength workout. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's not perfect. They just did something 10,000 times better. Yeah, and let's say you're a personal trainer who doesn't work, you know, at 45 or those like big mainstream workout classes, mm -hmm. and you're you're powerlifting. Yeah, what if you are a strength training coach? Yeah, and those workouts can get monotonous as they should. If you do want to focus on like progressive overload and doing the same thing every every single time they work out to get stronger and better at it, mm -hmm. it can get not so fun sometimes. So. How do you make that fun, right? Okay, what do you do? So important is, well, one, you do want to make sure that they're getting results overall, right? Yep. But then what happens if they come in and they're just like not feeling it? Yep. It sucks. Your client's <laughs> having an off day. Your, your client's having an off day. You, know, you might be having the best day ever. They come in and it is your responsibility to have them enjoy the workout because it could be their last if they don't. Mm. And that's a reality. And so it is that important every single time that they enjoy their workout and Sometimes that might be pulling an audible. Maybe you have deadlifts that day and it's peak of the hypertrophy training. If they're not happy to be there, pull an audible. Um, I have a story of a trainer who actually this happened to. Okay. And what he did was he noticed that his client that came in was having an awful day. And he knew that there would be more detriment running through that program than not, right? Mm -hmm. And so he took her to the park down the street. Rolled her down Love the hill. She, she, her workout was rolling down the hill and then running back up. And he said that afterwards she laid on the floor and just started crying. Was like, I needed this so bad. I've never rolled down a hill since I was like in fifth grade. And I was just, I thought life got to me today and I was having an awful day. And here no. I am. Now she's there. <laughs> and now and, I'm excited and I'm happy. And now you just extended how many more deadlift days she's going to do. By a factor of 100. Yes. That doesn't mean every day you go rolling down the hill. Mm -mm. But you have to be able to pick up on that when, when it's not fun, pulling an audible, make it fun. That way you can get back to work that next time. Absolutely. Yeah. What's right. number three? So number three, there's also the work environment, right? So if you're a trainer at a gym, if you're the gym owner, I would also even push this into like if you're in the online space, right? You may not be physically working next to other people, but you work with other social media influencers. A lot of people online. Exactly. Um, those are your coworkers, right? They're also fitness influencers. And it is your responsibility to use 
the Huckleberry Finn method. <laughs> Give it to me. What is it? Okay. So this is kind of a joke, but actually like, I love the analogy because it's just so pure. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the old, you know, Huckleberry Finn, Tom Sawyer stories. And the story is that he has to whitewash. He has to paint a fence. It's this giant fence. It's brown. He's got to whitewash it, paint it all white, make it look brand new. This is a long task. It's going to take him all day long. Well, he tells his friends, oh my God, I cannot believe how much fun this is. He's smiling, he's whitewashing, he's just dancing around having the best time ever. And what happens? The other kids come over and they want to join in. Any other day, if their parents told them to go whitewash, it'd be work, it'd be a chore. But because he made it fun and was having fun doing it, other people started doing it and having fun. Mm -hmm. Fun is what you make it. Yeah, it's putting your first one on, like, steroids. It's like, yeah, you could personally be happy to be there and happy to help people Mm -hmm. and excited and making hard work fun. But are you making it so much fun that that person sitting next to you is like, I want to work hard, too. Yep. I want to do that. That looks really fun. Let's do it together. Absolutely. So, like, you know, you imagine if you're a trainer at a place, like, can you inspire? Can you say things to the other trainers to get them on your level of positivity? Mm -hmm. Imagine if you did that where you're in a, a dead gym where every trainer is just quiet and sits and does this. To where two months later, you got people high-fiving, slapping butts, <laughs> just having a fucking blast because yeah. you made that change. Yeah. Big deal. Big, big, big deal. Okay. So we are going to make these concise. We're going to make them tight, right to the point. That was the three things that we're giving you to take away so you can raise the standard of the fitness industry. Now, here's what I'm asking. If you listen to any one of those and you thought man, I could, I could start doing that right away. Like, I feel that. I can take that. I can go help somebody with that immediately. Yeah. What I ask from you is someone else, send them this podcast. Tell them, hey, there was this thing in here that I liked about getting my clients to do an audible on the day that they're off. Take a listen to this and see what you think. Or you work with another trainer and you're like, hey, just a heads up. I'm going to come in so happy tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to be so and happy. And if you want to join me, let's paint the fence together. And the reason for that is like, every individual has to take the responsibility to not only raise their own standard of the fitness industry, but to raise the collective standard. Mm -hmm. We're only going to help more people if we all help more people. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. That was the podcast. We will see you next time. Bye.